All right, hey y'all doing another show of Chris's Chris's comments. Show of common sense on common ground, no matter what the subject. Now, normally I'm doing some kind of politics or social politics. Um, today I want to talk about the Matrix movie. Matrix 4 is coming soon. And um, my first thought of that was uh, I really don't want to see the trailers. Because trailers can turn me off. <laughs> um, if I think that it looks stupid. And I'll give you a prime example of that. The Warriors. When I saw the previews to that movie. Where they showed gangs uniting. And they got some guys in some uh, jazzy outfits. And uh, another guy on roller skates. And other guys, you know, in baseball uh, uniforms. And warriors are, you know sexy abs and leather vests well to be honest even though I was about 10 years old at the time I thought that's stupid I literally believed that that was the dumbest movie in the world just off of the trailers now the movies that actually interested me back when I was 10 and you gotta understand I was I was around 10 years old 9 years old 10 years old Okay, the Muppet movie. I think that should go without saying. Um, because I am a sci-fi lover. Star Trek, the motion picture. I was very interested in that one. And because I'm still a boy, Rocky 2. Rocky 2, I saw the first one. I thought it was awesome. I love that trumpet. I loved it. I loved it. When they showed a Rocky II coming out, I mean, that grabbed my attention. The Warriors, I didn't know how good or bad that movie was. And to top it off, I like it. I find it very entertaining. It's, um, you know, it just wasn't until 10 years later in 1989 that I actually wound up seeing the movie from beginning to end. I saw parts of it as I grew up. But I'd rather I rather went out to play. I'd rather go out and play with some friends and all this good stuff, than sit in front of a tube watching something that I thought was stupid at the age of ten. Now, ten years later, I saw I finally got a chance to like sit down and 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 watch it. And yeah, I mean it's it was a very entertaining movie. Now, flash forward to 2021, we've got this trailer of The Matrix out. And I didn't want to see it. I did not want to see it. Trailers will throw you off. Trailers will make you think it's something really cool or something really stupid. And it isn't until you actually see the movie that you can actually make that determination as to whether or not it is cool or stupid. I usually don't like to look at trailers. But I wound up doing it anyway. It grabbed my curiosity. So many people that... You know, movie reactions, um, commentators to other stuff, commentators to sports, commentators to news. You know, everybody's throwing their hat in on what they think. And I so did not, I, I've been ignoring it this entire time. It's Monday, September 13, and I've been ignoring it this entire time until this morning. 
until this morning. I saw it and um, it's caught my interest. <laughs> my very first thoughts on it is that it looks a little too fantasy. There was a couple of scenes in there where Keanu Reeves was doing what was called the one hand punch or something, an open hand punch where you thrust out your palm and you can you could see a wave of power being thrown out of his hand and knocking back somebody. And I get it, I get it, but as a guy that used to watch a lot of kung fu movies and karate movies as well, that's been overplayed very much. And this, it looks like some kind of Chinese, you know, martial arts movie just off of that one scene. So it looks a little too fantasy as far as I can tell. The one of the more alarming ones is because it 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 would bring me down. It would bring my spirits down. Trinity. In this trailer, she's just this ordinary lady who meets Keanu Reeves and asks, "Do we know each other? Have we met before or something like that to that nature?" And then every other every other photograph or 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 movie clip that is shown in the trailer um, shows her as somebody that's being dragged along taken by the hand and dragged along well at least that's what it looked like and I'm afraid that that it looks like you know she's gonna be more in the way than anything else and again that's what the trailer shows and that's gonna be very 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 heartbreaking given the fact that Trinity you know kicked a lot of ass throughout the three uh, previous movies throughout the trilogy to think that Matrix 4 comes around and she's just going to be like what's going on what is this and yeah you know this other garbage where it I mean that's just that's just that's just spitting on the image of Trinity you know and uh, and, and it sucks it sucks I'm very much afraid that that's what's going to happen in this movie um, the third thing that crossed my mind immediately, crossed my mind was, there doesn't seem to be a strong enough bad guy. Okay, Agent Smith, Mr. Anderson, that crap, that crap thrilled me. I just scared the crap out of me or just uh, like, wow, here he comes. Whoa. Um, it doesn't look like there's going to be a, a strong enough bad guy. In Matrix 4. In fact, I kind of got the impression that it's just going to be some smart whiz kid guy that's, uh, you know, that's just going to be this sort of annoying, pesty douche of a bad guy. And uh, I'm actually very much afraid of that. Okay, everything, now all of that set aside, it looks like it's going to be a visually appealing addition to the sci-fi world known as the Matrix. You know, it, it looks like it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, visually, in the sci-fi world. Um, and uh, it, and I, in which, uh, in the end, I have to say, welcome the Matrix franchise. Um, aside from these, my first initial thoughts... 
it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks like a nice addition is what I'm trying to say. Because most of these franchises have gone off of a good idea and where they can't they can't branch out any further they have a tendency to go off into another world the Terminator franchise for one you know they've already been through apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic stances Fast and the Furious if you remember that one I mean they went as far as having to race cars over the polar ice caps while trying to outrun a submarine or something like that I never watched the movie because when I saw that pre-trailer, I thought that was the most dumbest thing ever. Um, but, you know, I, I am acknowledging what it was. The Jurassic Park movies, you know, Jurassic, Jurassic Park dinosaurs have already ravaged certain parts of, uh, of the world. They've gotten off the island. They've destroyed cities like Godzilla. Speaking of Godzilla, creature feature... Godzilla is another one of those things, uh, tra uh, franchises. No different than Star Trek and Rocky, for that matter, an athletic sports story that went on as far as going to Russia and then later on teaching the offspring. Uh, Harry Potter, James Bond. James Bond has been a franchise since God knows how long. Shrek. Shrek, who, who, you know, we've seen so many of these Shrek. There's little Bambino Shreks. You know, all that's left is Grandpa Shrek. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Just when you thought it should only center around those, the, the, the first three people, the first three trilogy uh, movies, out comes the Dead Man's Chest and then Dead Men Tell No Tales in different parts of the Caribbean concerning different parts of the myths and then the ones with the uh, the fountain of the youth you know it's it's really brilliant to see ancient sailors or old uh, old sailors historic sailors through piracy in this case hitting a certain part of the world that is usually very neglected i think all that's left is the bermuda, bermuda triangle However, uh, it's pretty neglected. I mean, you'll see enchanted stories um, over in, 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 you know, with Greece and the ancient seas over there. You know, you'll see uh, enchanted stories, you know, uh, well, uh, you know, British sailing stories, you know, um, all this good stuff. So for people to see, to, to ignore it, but look at the Caribbean and to make that a franchise... That's just remarkable. I, I, I really do like that um, franchise itself. Uh, despite the fact that it's still, you know, silly Captain Jack Sparrow and blah, blah, blah. You know, I get it. Uh, Transformers is another one. You know, everything... Everything Marvel. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everything Marvel. You know, and it's, and it's not just that. It's also it's not just the Avengers and the X Men. We're talking about the X Men also. You know, X Men is it now has gone through so much time 
with them. They, the, the, you know, Wolverine had to be replaced. Uh, Professor Xavier had to be replaced. They had to go do the young version of him before he had landed on the wheelchair, uh, Professor Xavier. You know, Mystique had to be changed from from uh, um, the one girl to Jennifer Lawrence, that one lady from Jen to Jennifer Lawrence. And I, I'm, I'm, I could, I'm got all this stuff in my mind right now. I can't really just, blah, 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 blah. but you know what I'm saying? Plus, I forgot what she goes by now. She was married to Stamos or something like that. So yeah, I mean, everything Marvel, everything DC, it's a franchise. Star Trek is a franchise. They're one of the first heavy hitters there in the movie business um most of the marvel was a comic comic book with an occasional movie i remember growing up to see uh an occasional uh one or two spider-man movies and then they moved on to captain america and the hulk moved on to a television show you know and then you know they all just sort of took turns getting thrown out there into the, the TV and movie world and they just sort of fizzled throughout the course of time up until the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, but yeah, I mean, Star Trek was the one that went from uh, TV to movies to using up all of the movies, having to go to the next generation, using up the next generation movies, having to go over to Deep Space uh Station where they're exploring different worlds through a, a what is called a wormhole, uh, basically this uh, this uh, black hole that can uh, provide a pathway to the other side of the universe. Then Lost in Space version, uh, Star Trek's Voyager, where they actually got lost on the other side of the universe, and when they ran out of issues, then they went as far back as the Enterprise. Uh, with Enterprise and then I think pre or post Enterprise I can't really remember which one it was but it's uh, it's the uh, the new one that's out there well not new one but the Discovery which uh, which it was actually pretty good I only got a chance to see season one but but yeah I mean then they, they started focusing on just individuals like Picard and that's it you know I really wish they would do a little bit more than that but that's fine whatever um, Star Trek franchise Star Wars franchise Star Wars is finally catching up to what Star Trek is doing you know with going TV shows and, and you know other individual um, life stories and uh, you know the, the next generation um, now Star Wars is where I want to stop and move on to back to the Matrix what we're looking at is is uh, one of the last usages of Keanu Reeves and, and, and Carrie Ann Moss and all them because it won't be long before they just get too old to actually want to do more of these movies. They're going to want to start doing more calmer stuff or whatever or taking smaller parts like so many uh, veteran uh, season, you know, a, a long time lifer actors usually do. You know, Jennifer Love Hewitt. There was a period of time where she was just starring in so many movies, you know. I mean, it was, and they were all fantastic to follow and everything, you know. But she had, she wound up slowing down for um, 
for television uh, where she was starring her own television show is called The Ghost Whisperer and then later on she wound up going to I think it's called Emergency or 911 something like that uh, on NBC where she's actually just a, a, an operator answering phone calls or something like that and um, and you know a lot of I mean that's just off the top of my head there's a lot of other actors and actresses that have done that um, and uh, it, it isn't going to be long before somebody like you know Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss that they that they wind up doing something like that where they start slowing down and taking just minute little roles um, as they go on and I'm thinking that this is the start where the Matrix is just using up everybody that they can uh, while their names are big star names into the uh, into the uh, industry, into the franchise, excuse me. And uh, what we're going to be looking at are either the next generation uh, fans, uh, you know, fans of the Matrix who are going to be bitching and complaining the way they did the next generation of Star Wars, you know, episode seven, eight, nine, and you know, Rogue One, and all this good stuff. Um, I remember when The Force Awakens came out, there was a huge spit on that movie, despite the fact that that movie was just episode four reenacted through different characters on different planets and different situations with the use of the veteran actors, you know, Han Solo and, and uh, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, you know, there was, uh, there was, um, there was a lot of people that spat on it saying, well, why didn't they just keep the original cast? You know, well, as you saw, the original cast wasn't all that, you know, wasn't all that argumentative over doing their small little parts and enjoying, enjoying the, the, the fame again and, and all of the, the good things that came with Star Wars you know they did their time and for some oddball reason you know everybody was unhappy with that and I remember somebody complaining because Ray uh, that Daisy uh, Daisy I forgot her name uh, was out there uh, as the star with the uh, Jedi powers and everybody just claimed SJW bullcrap social justice warrior bullshit and uh, you know they, they just hated it and it's obvious that and this is the thing that I wanted to pay attention to is whether or not the Matrix is going to fall in that line, same line a fire. Now, I personally don't believe that it will, because, like I said, mostly because of Trinity looking like somebody that's just a tag along, um, and that there doesn't seem to be a strong enough bad guy. You know, it's just going to be, by the looks of it, it's just going to be Keanu Reeves bitch slapping some douche to the Matrix. You know, and great sci-fi, uh, sci-fi visual effects. And I think that's what's going to comfort everybody currently because there's, there's still, 
technically is a male-dominated society. And I honestly believe that that's really all that's going to happen. However, if there is any point where Trinity comes out tough, like the way she always was, uh, and if it still if it comes out that you know there's other people involved, like the way there was with uh, the third movie of the Matrix, where everybody hated that one, they they liked the third Matrix the least because it was. It was uh, Neo amongst everybody else, all the characters. And, uh, you know, as opposed to both uh, one and two, where it was mostly about Neo, you know, him being the one, therefore it's important that the show stay on him, you know. Honestly, it, it, the complaints were just stupid because anything concerning teamwork wound up, you know, you know, wound up being spat on. In the name of Neo. You know. So if it turns out. Matrix 4 comes out. And it's a team play. Operation. No differently than. Uh, Matrix 3. Then everybody's going to spit on it. Now honestly. I hope it, they do. I hope it is. And I hope they do. Why? Because of Star Wars. Because Star Wars is simply Star Wars, not someone in this realm called Star Wars and everything that evolves around him. You know, it's not Luke Skywalker does Star Wars. It's not Han Solo does Star Wars. You know, it's not all about Vader and Star Wars. You know, that's all stupid uh, thoughts. Now, I understand the interests in them. Some One person's hero is an, or villain is another person's hero. I get it. But the whole thing is Star Wars. Everything that has to do with wars in the stars. The Matrix, that's what it's called. The Matrix. It's not Neo and his personal problems and why he can't get it up uh, for Carrie Ann Moss because what if he visions just like in the second movie? You know, it's it's that was actually very annoying to see on my th through this viewer's point of view. But that aside, don't say but. However, all that aside, the Matrix Four looks like it's. By just based off of the trailer, it looks like it's just a remake of Matrix One, where he's going through discovery all over again. He's discovering or re rediscovering the Matrix, you know. Uh, and and he's gonna go through the problems of stumbling and fumbling and all this stuff through everything, and it's gonna lead to something really really badass sci-fi fight action and stuff like that. And Etc. 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 Mate on uh, just off of the trailer, Matrix Four looks just like a remake of Matrix One. Uh, and I'm really hoping it's not. I'm really hoping it's more like Matrix Three. That way, everybody who's intimidated of women that can fight, you know, they're mad, they're pissing wind, but they go away and they leave the franchise alone. That way, everybody that doesn't like a black guy being capable of knocking out something like an, a, 
an agent of the Matrix being able to fight off and resist and all this stuff. Um, despite the fact that he's a black guy, you know. I hope everybody sees that and gets pissed off and and leaves it alone. Leaves the, leave the franchise alone. Let people like me who don't have a problem with any of this shit, <laughs> who have a problem with any of this stuff. Why? Because when I go to see these movies, whether it be pirates in sales where there was nothing me mechanical, uh, certainly no Matrix, you know, whether it be somebody in Star Trek where Star Trekkers can actually go into the Matrix themselves, come out of the Matrix, go into the Matrix of a different world, come out of the Matrix into an alternate universe. Star Trek goes all over the place. You know, way more than anything, Star Wars and Matrix. You know, however, somebody like me that acknowledges this kind of franchise, you know, who loves it, as long as it's a great story to tell, you know, will always love it. And I don't want, and people like me don't want to hear this kind of babbling bull crap. We don't want to hear this kind of uh, bitching and complaining and, uh, and, uh, excuse me, and complaining and, and griping and, uh, you know, and, and fuck and what the hell and all this other crap. Your insecurities are your business. Okay. It's the same reason why I won't, I won't be in a rush to see Furious, uh, the Furious movies, despite the fact that I will acknowledge it, that it's, you know, it's a race car thingy, you know, personally, I prefer Mad Max, but that's beside the point. That's, that's an entirely, that's another franchise that falls along cult followings. And I am a cult follower of, of Mad Max, no differently than Star Trek or Rocky. Creed and all of them. I love them. You know, the Middle Earth movies, everything pertaining Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and all them, you know, not my spiel. But if I was to watch them, I wouldn't be upset over everything else. The only thing that I never really cared about the Lord of the Rings stuff was the, 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 the intense seriousness of it. I don't really care to watch a movie that has me just as intense as Frodo's face throughout the entire movie. And and I don't mean to spit on Elijah Wood. I think Elijah Wood is a great actor. But let's just be honest. He did nothing but worry and, and, and intensify and just look all bewildered and betrayed and, and all this good stuff all throughout the trilogy. And um, I, I, you know, I got to be in the mood for something like that, which hasn't happened in about 10 years so um, but I don't I don't spit on uh, the Middle Earth movies I heard um, I heard the guy from Sherlock the one that played Watson he actually did pretty good in one of those Hobbit movies he he was a star of one of them and I heard he did fantastic more power to him more power to him James Bond you know I love James Bond I think he's cool I got mad respect for him. The one-liners, however, I just, you know, I got to be in the mood for. Um, I have no problem with all of the beautiful women that come out on his Bond movies. Um, Halle Berry, too. You know, Halle Berry. Um, the one that played, um, 
the one that played that the 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 Russian uh, Zenia, she was awesome. Uh, all of these ladies were awesome. Even Denise Richards, who really didn't do much, I, I you know, but you know, she looked fantastic and all this good stuff, and it was appropriate for that movie. The Matrix, you know, I don't bother anybody out of James Bond followers. I don't bother anybody out of the Middle Earth followers. I don't spit on those and I don't blame any of the, the people that want to watch the Hobbits and the and the Rings and the, all that good stuff. I don't I don't spit on uh, James Bond. I got mad respect. I don't spit on anybody that rushes to the theater to see Bond and the new Bond girl. You know, not, I don't have a problem with any of that. You know, um, so I really don't see why people hate the Star Wars ones. Star Wars has its own path. Star Wars has its own storyline. Star Wars has its own world. Okay? It has its own world. It always has been. It always will. And to think that it should be shamed because it doesn't meet certain criteria or somebody else's point of view, that's just dumb as all hell. However, the good thing about this is that those that are in disagreement with it usually tend to drop it and let the Star Wars fans enjoy it. Let this let us sci-fi lovers enjoy it. You know, and and my my exact viewpoints of those go directly to the Matrix. I hope Trinity does kick ass. I hope I hope she saves the day. You know? I hope she actually makes that one move that saves Neo as opposed to The Matrix 3 where she did uh, all her efforts to die for Neo. You know what I'm saying? I hope she makes the move that saves Neo's life. You know? And I hope, I hope uh, The Matrix says Keanu Reeves doing all that fighting and all that quick ass, uh, that badass uh, kung fu. I know kung fu. Cool. You know? Um... But I hope there's something that thwarts it to where, you know, to where Trinity just says, like, you know, she saved, she saved Neo's life with a gun to an agent's head in the first movie. You know, so I've got no problem with thinking that, I got no problem with seeing uh, Matrix where Carrie Ann Moss outside of the world of Matrix or in the world of Matrix or whatever. As Trinity um, saves the day again, you know, and I hope it pisses everybody off. I hope it pisses off everybody that just can't stand to see a woman saving a man's life. I don't know why it does, but again, this is a male-dominated society still, and when you got something like that, you've got that male-dominated society turning its back on it. Ergo, this series of movies wind up becoming fan favorites of those who are actual fans of it. And um, I got no problem with any of that. No differently that I've got a problem with people like Transformers. It's not my thing anymore. But I understand it. I understand the franchise. All the way down to the little toy that change that you know, that transforms. I understand it. There's collectibles and stuff. Jurassic Park. It's dinosaurs. You know, 
The top dog in my mind has always been Godzilla. But I understand completely everybody that wants a Velociraptor, you know, or a Triceratops, a T-Rex, again. You know, I understand completely that if they want the Jurassic Park dinosaur. I get it. You know, I'm staying out of the way. I don't hate it, but I don't have to. And I'm hoping that the Matrix has all these critics and all this other stuff that say, well, it's not my Matrix. Good. Go away. Go away. And just let those of us that actually like the Matrix, you know, enjoy it. And that's my spiel. That's, that's the thing that I was getting to from the very beginning. Again, I don't know how it's going to turn out. All I saw was the trailer. It looked very, very fantasy. Almost Dungeons and Dragons-like. Um, or whatever it is that, that's got, you know, some almost last of the airbender kind of waves when, uh, when Keanu Reeves hits something or throws a palm out into the air. You know, that's what I saw. And uh, it's, it's going to be very disappointing to a certain level. But as, if they can make it, if they can make it a decent story, then yeah, I mean, I'll back it up no, no differently than I backed up The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens, it's got to start somewhere and it has to start with someone. And it shows with this one girl who had never held a lightsaber, but yet at the same time was capable of just thwarting everybody, including Kylo Ren and his master and all this good stuff, um, just throwing everything for a loop, everything that they knew right out the window. And it was cool. It was the coolest thing ever. The only thing then was, well, is that a descendant of the Jedi? Which, of course, later on we found out, no, she's not. But uh, it wasn't for another couple of movies down that we found out. And uh, it, was, it was just this awesome closure, sense of closure, by the time Rise of Skywalker came. And I'm kind of hoping that the Matrix goes somewhere similar to that very same... Uh, to the very same thing. Maybe uh, maybe Keanu turns himself into Morpheus, so to say. Becomes the next Morpheus and brings in a younger, uh, younger good-looking kid, you know, that can actually do, that can actually accomplish what Keanu Reeves did starting from, you know, 1990, I think, 9 or 97 when it first came out. No. No, 90, 98 or 99, I think. Um, I'm kind of hoping that that Keanu Reeves can introduce some, you know, fresh meat to actually, some fresh legs that actually do what he had to learn to do. You know, have you ever seen the, the behind-the-scenes videos? He had to do, a, like, on average, 25 moves... You know, over over two dozen moves. You know, in a, in a single scene. You know, and he and he acted some of it out with you know a pissed, a widened berth, uh, kick. You know, a, a jump kick, a punch, 
a block, a punch, a punch, a block, a dodge, a thrust forward, kick to the side. You know, he did all these kind of things. He did so many moves, you know, and the list goes on and on. And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought it was very entertaining and it, and it made total sense as to how those shots were done and they looked so dang fluid at the same time so cool. Um, and it'll, it'll be nice to see, it would be nice to see something like that, an introduction to the next wave. Um, that's my hopes. I don't think it'll happen. However, uh, I think honestly, I think honestly, Trek uh, Matrix 4 is just going to be a reboot of, a remake of Rape Matrix 1, just with like a couple of things tweaked. Um... And uh, but I, I'm I'm hoping that it's it actually jumps out of the comfort zone, even if it is just a reboot of of uh, Matrix One. I'm hoping it's a reboot out of the comfort zone, out of everybody that's used to seeing Keanu, Morpheus, Carrie Moss, the the uh, the ship tank, uh, the ship that they used to travel back and forth. Uh, through the tunnels uh, if they change everything up and stuff like that that'd be awesome because if they if they don't change it up then it all becomes comfortable for the viewers and the viewers you know will then be will then be objective to any new thing that comes up Star Wars the force awakens is a prime example of that uh, switching from a young boy Luke Skywalker to a young girl after the fall of the Empire when Skywalker is now this old geezer you know oh my god so many of my fellow Star Warriors ditched the franchise they they just said no to it they hated it you know and that's fine because it, it let me enjoy the rest of the movies without having to hear a bunch of babbling bullcrap you know, and it and it made it, it was like justice after after the prequels because everybody spat on the prequels like it was nothing. They said the only episodes to watch is episodes four, five, and six. Don't pay attention to the prequels. The prequels sucked, which was a total bullshit lie. Um, everybody that 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 actually watched. Four through six, constantly heard the Jedi saying to Luke, "You know, you've learned a lot, but you haven't learned everything. You know, don't go and face Vader. Don't do this. Don't face. You're not a Jedi until you faced Vader at the by the time uh, Return of the Jedi comes. And the reason for it is because of uh, the reason for it is because everything had and th that had to be proven, and that had to be proven through." One, two, and three. Episodes one through three. And it made a lot of sense. There was a lot more... It was mostly trick sword play. But it was still, you know... A lot of maneuvers that took place that somebody like Luke Skywalker would get his ass kicked. If he was to face any of the Jedi. Or even Sith. Through episodes one, two, and three. You know... Luke Skywalker would have gotten his butt whooped. Luke Skywalker would have been killed immediately uh, if he was in 
uh, he was around the time uh, knowing his knowledge of 4, 5, and 6 as a Jedi to to be placed in 1, 2, and 3 episodes um, Darth Maul would have turned him into meat chunks which is the reason why again in 4, 5, and 6 Yoda and Ben Kenobi kept telling him look you don't know everything you know you're good enough to be a Jedi but you still have to defeat evil you still have to defeat the bad guy and and again Darth Vader being half machine half man well obviously he's you know he wasn't a full Sith either uh, so yeah I mean it's just it just goes to make sense that everybody that's that was claims to be a Star Wars fan a true Star Wars fan but spit it doesn't like the prequels that explains what everybody's talking about in four five and six and hates the post quills if I can get away with saying that uh, the, the the you know the carry on thing because it doesn't have any that has very little to do with uh, four five and six and everything that they were comfortable with in four five and six now take that same analogy and put it to the matrix which is coming to theaters uh, I don't remember when but it's coming the trailers are already out um, to where it looks by based off of the trailer it looks like it's just a remake of Matrix 1 I'm hoping that it's not I'm hoping that it, it leads to Matrix 3 <laughs> that it's just another Matrix 3 um, that way everybody that was comfortable with Matrix 1, 2, and 3 will turn their back to 4 and later on upcoming 5 and 6 I hope they turn their backs to it so that way those of us that will be supporting the Matrix um, movies uh, can actually go on, go on to enjoy it so you think it would be you think it would be a challenge taking up 45 minutes of time uh, to talk about the Matrix and the upcoming story um, I kind of knew I was going to be setting examples and, and telling my giving some testimony here um, and so uh, I do apologize for, for you having to hear me talk this long um, going back and forth like didn't you already say that yeah I did I'm jumping back and forth to get to the point Matrix is coming out uh, hoping that it's going to be like a little bit more along the lines of Matrix 3 despite the fact that it looks like it's going to be a little bit more along the lines of Matrix 1 and it's a little bit of a concern because the trailer has not shown um, and a uh, good enough bad guy. I don't think there. It looks like there is no bad guy. Uh, and Trinity is just some, you know, tag along, which I think is uh, gonna suck if they actually have her as that. And it looks a little bit too uh, like Last of the Air Airbender movies uh, or any other kind of sci-fi where it's more uh, wizardry. You know, where it's more sorcery as opposed to 
<laughs> if I could get away with saying it, Matrixy. Um, yeah, it just looks a little too mystical and magical and, and uh, majestic, as opposed to, as opposed to, uh, what do you call it? Technological coercement or, you know. Yeah, I, I guess I could say that technological uh, manipulated manipulations, you know. Which don't get me wrong, I also I've also remember that sort of majestic mystic stuff being done in the first Matrix, the whole fusing the mouth together, and. Uh, and the whole flying into uh, Agent Smith like Superman crawling into his body and making him explode yeah I get it that's a little bit more on the mystic uh, sorcery side so I'm hoping that it's so light in there that, it, that it'll be okay that it'll pass by but I don't really have my hopes up on that um I'm hoping that it, it does deter a lot of uh, in-fad f- uh, fanatic follower. And it leaves room for us cult followers uh, to actually enjoy. That's my wish. Uh, that's my testimony. I hope everybody is out there has had a good time. Uh, I wanted to come back with the, uh, the electoral stuff and the... Uh, voter uh the voter repression and all this stuff but so far everything is up in the air right now as to where it's going um and it's looking like the uh the financial bill is going to be passing where the the wealthy are going to get taxed thank goodness because we're talking about a total of 46 percent of our wealthy of economic wealth being paid for through the taxes of the wealthy that's some serious money and it should lead to a serious break for the rest of us you know like yeah but 3 trillion 3.5 trillion is going to lead us to inflation not really not really because we the working class we know we're good for it but this new bill this new bill is to put the wealthy to make them good for it as well Again, up to 46% of our national wealth. Serious money, which should lead to a serious break. Um, So for those of you out there who are still up in the air about it, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you got my testimony on that right there too. And I've I've stated before throughout previous posts, uh, whether it be here on this show or on the YouTube, uh, Chris's comments, and I'll say it again. Um, it's probably not going to be today, but I'll say it again. I'll make time to state it again. That's some serious money, which should provide a serious, a serious financial break for the rest of us down at the bottom. So uh, that's it for today, y'all. Take it easy. I'm so glad you heard me out. I fumbled a little bit. I do apologize for that. But the roundabout is that I'm hoping that it leads more for us cult followers than it does the infad, the new craze, or, you know, the revival of the following of 
the matrix. So, y'all take care. Take it easy. We'll catch y'all later. It's Monday, September 13th, 2021. There's still a Delta variant. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Social distance. Take the vax. Or whichever one that actually applies to your body. And uh, for God's sake, wash your hands. I'm so tired of you people not washing your damn hands. Every time I go out to the restroom. Uh, whichever restroom I'm using. Because I'm a rideshare driver. Depends on where I'm at at the time. It can be a gas station. It can be a hotel. Um, it's very disgusting of you. Wash your damn hands, please. One of the main thing that viruses travel. This is an airborne virus, but it can still travel through your pores, it's particularly your hands, where everything is collected for a, a virus to actually nest and settle and just soak right on into your thing. Delta variant, for those of you that don't remember, it's known as the more clingier variant, meaning it's more easier to cling on to you than its original uh, previous mutated form back when it was just the original COVID-19 form. Remember that. The Delta variant is more dangerous. And if you got vaxxed, good. It means you're going to get symptoms. You can battle the symptoms with off-the-shelf medicine. If you battled on the shelf, uh, if you battle, if you claim to have had COVID and you wound up surviving with some NyQuil or, or Benadryl, and that's all it took with a day. You didn't get COVID. You, <laughs> you did not go through the pain that we went through. Just as asymptomatic carriers. Um, it affects the lungs. It affects the breathing. It, affects, it makes you feel pain all over your muscles. Your muscles are hurting. As if you're exhausted. As if you've overworked your whole body. That's the freaking pain that the virus gets you. You know, you did not get COVID if you were just out for a couple of days and uh, and took some medicine. So that's it. That's it. Okay, I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to get off my soapbox and uh, leave y'all to it. Y'all take care. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out. Y'all have a great work week. Take it easy.